Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy and host of Dream Business Radio, which is my podcast, which is nine years old at this point. How about that? Nine years I've been bringing you uh, great guests and great content via my podcast, so make sure you check that out. We come out every Thursday uh, at getjimpalmer.com forward slash podcast, I believe it is. Welcome to week number three of my Summer of Success series. And throughout this summer, I'm joining you every Tuesday afternoon, unless I got something else to do, but for the most part, every Tuesday afternoon for a special series of live trainings, all designed to help you grow your dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle. Now, week one, we talked about money mindset. Ooh, you should go back and watch it. By the way, these are still uh, they're on my Facebook regular profile page. They're on the Build Your Dream Business Now, which is my free Facebook group. Um, they don't go away. So if you want to go search them, you can watch them. But money mindset is what we covered in week one. And last week we talked about uh, overcoming perfectionism and how to overcome the fear of criticism. Believe me, these are two huge, I don't even want to call them stumbling blocks or speed bumps. These are like brick walls in front of you. If you're trying to achieve something and you worry about being a perfectionist or you worry about the kind of criticism you might get, Today, we're talking about another hot, hot topic, price elasticity, how to earn higher profits in your business. Now, listen, with all of my trainings that we've had so far, just like this, this one's going to be content rich, 100% based in fact and personal experience. I promise not to waste your time with any silly talk, happy talk, ridiculous pie in the sky. Sit under a tree and vibrate your way into wealth and success type of thinking. <laughs> you and I both know that that's a load of crap and we're going to stay grounded. For anybody that's ready to do the work and build a dream business, this is what we're going to do today. If you enjoy this kind of information, which again is based on my 20-year journey as an entrepreneur and really 30 or 40 years in business, you can download all six of my books. Well, these are five, but number six is back there. All of these are free now. If you go to Amazon, you can download them at Kindle. You can get them as Nook Books in the Barnes & Noble website. And they're also free in the Apple iBook store. I've made them free everywhere. So it's all part of my Legacy Changes Everything uh, strategy. It's not really a strategy. It's more of a mindset. I mean, I've been blessed so much. I've been blessed with so much success. Stephanie and I live this amazing lifestyle. And while I don't want to work more than three days a week right now, I do want to be, help more people. This is the way I'm going to do it. So go get my training. Go read my books. They're amazing. I mean, a book is 20 bucks, but literally, if you can't add significant revenue with what I'm teaching you in those books, there's something wrong there. So to date, I know we've had over 17,000 books downloaded on Amazon alone. And I don't know the stats on Barnes & Noble. I don't know the stats on iTunes, but 17,000 books on iTunes alone. 
What does Jeff say? But I can't. You know what? I got to pay attention. So I'll look at your comments later. Thank you for your comments. By the way, make sure you comment. Otherwise, I think I'm out here and all I hear is crickets. So weird when you're a speaker and you got the stage, you can see faces, interaction. I got this little camera right here. That's all I'm talking to. Anyway, so in addition to my books, my How to Sell from the Stage VIP private masterclass is now live. You can apply for one of four spots I'm doing. I'm only doing four a year because it's an enormous amount of my time and your time. It's a big commitment for both of us. And if you're looking to greatly accelerate your training and success, this is the way to do it. It starts with a full day private consult. You and me all day long. Can you imagine that? <laughs> what fun. And I hope you decide to travel wherever we are in the floating home because it's an amazing boat. We look out at the water. It's just really sparks of creativity. If you prefer to do it solo versus via Zoom, well, we can figure that out. I promise to have lots of energy bars to keep my, my mind going when I look at a camera. But anyway, if that's what you want to do, we can do that. It's followed up with three months of intense uh, personal one-on-one -on -one coaching. The program is all designed around your, your character, your um, signature presentation, how to sell from the stage. It's all that. How to sell from the stage.com is where you get it. By the way, someone asked me today, was it yesterday or yesterday? I, I, I lose track of time. And by the way, I don't know why I, I have to say everything that pops into my head. <laughs> this is the way I roll. Someone asked me recently, how about that? Do we have to focus on that? I said, no. You want to buy a day of my time and three months of coaching? Sign up for that program. You'll be one of the four slots. And if we want to do half of that and have something else, or you want to focus on something else, that would be another way to coach with me in a very accelerated format instead of my usual month program. So the answer is yes. All right, let's rock and roll. Let's talk about price elasticity. You know what? I should have had a big rubber band. Price elasticity. No, that would have been corny. All right. The most difficult part of charging more for your services is it's not some marketing strategy or tactic. It is, in fact, quite simple. It's having the courage to raise your prices. Courage, cojones, whatever you want to call it. If charging more actually does involve changing someone's mind, it involves changing your mind, Mr. or Mrs. Entrepreneur, small business owner, because you have an issue up here where you don't believe you're worth charging more or you don't believe that the value you're providing is worth it. You don't believe if you charge a higher price, you don't believe people are still going to pay it. You got all these issues with money. So go back and check out the money mindset. But the, this mindset needs to be fixed pronto because you are leaving significant amounts of money on the table. I sometimes find that changing your own mindset can actually be more difficult than, than just obviously implementing a new strategy, creating some magical funnel, that's a big word today, or plugging something into your website and having $100 bills spit out your computer. It's all fantasy. There's no easy button to do this, but I'm telling you, it does take courage. It does take cojones, which is another reason to work with a coach who's actually been there, experienced it, suffered from it, and overcame it. I cannot think of a single business or product or program that doesn't have some form of price elasticity built into it. Whether you can simply set a higher price or do some simple things to alter the appearance, and I don't mean like change colors, but alter the appearance of what you're offering, um, your pro your products, your programs, whatever it is. My, just use my vocabulary to think whatever it is you're selling. Or just making it harder to be compared to competitors. If you're in a commodity and everybody sells Brussels sprouts, I don't know, well, Brussels sprouts over there on the table. If everybody sells Brussels sprouts, what can, can you have Brussels sprouts with cheese? Can you have Brussels sprouts with two or three other things in a little package? So, well, I might as well just get the whole package. Find different ways to make things very hard to compare to your com competition. That's another way to do that. Now, 
you might expect there would be greater demand when you actually have lower prices and reduced demand when the price is raised. That's not always the case, all right? The price elasticity that I wanna discuss with you today is actually getting higher profits for what it is you do, the product or service you perform, all right? Your special, your special God-given talent or skill and how do you set a price so, well, actually, how do you create a program and a, an offering so that price is not the primary reason your customers choose to do business with you? We're going to unpack all of this, all right? Price elasticity gives you the opportunity to raise your prices, often much higher than you even thought possible, if you place the correct value on your skill or your talent in the program that you're offering. Price elasticities. It's actually one of the main things I work on with, with some of the clients in my Dream Business Mastermind. Actually, one person, I, I've been, been on the phone a lot today. I'm going to have to drink a little bit here. Uh, Tuesday, Talking Tuesday. One of my clients, is a um, he offers a high-level coaching program. I'm not going to say exactly what space he's, this person is in or he's in. But when he started with me, uh, actually about six, seven months ago, his highest price program was $7,500, quite respectable. Within two months of working me, with me, here's what we accomplished. We slightly modified his offering or the deliverable. In other words, they're just saying, this is what you get. Instead of having one or two bullets, I can break it down, say, this is what you get, right? It, it very much might look the same, but when you're looking at it on a website or some kind of a shop, you've got five things instead of one thing. Again, it's the same thing, and it's not smoke and mirrors. You actually deliver all these things within this one thing, so you want to change the way it's going to look. We also worked hard to create a script. Something I'm very, very good at is creating sales scripts. So when you're talking to customers or prospective customers, you could get them, kind of lead them down the path. And again, I don't mean to be uh, you know, mischievous or nefarious. Lead them down to a path that's going to do something that's going to be very good for them. Okay, let's let's go with that. But you know, there's something else I teach. If you have this script or one of the scripts that, that I'll, I'll help you create if you're my client, then I'm going to help you practice something I call the pushback. So the guys, the guy or gal is actually saying, yes, I want this. You go, yeah. All right. Let me just, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure it's going to be a good fit for both of us. Cause honestly, there's so much I put into this so much time and effort. I want to make sure it's a good fit. It's called the pushback. There's a lot of different ways to do that. There's some high level stuff here, folks pay attention. And then all of a sudden your client thinks, Whoa, I've just offered him money. Now he's not going to take it. No, no, no. I really want it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the work. They start selling you why they're going to be a good customer. Okay. It's called the pushback. Really, really cool. Anyway, my client, Went and I said, what do you think at $7,500? Obviously, you're worth a lot more than that. What do you think? So maybe we ought to go to 10000 or maybe twelve five. I said, no. I said, you know what you're going to do? We're going to add $10,000. Your next prospective customer is going to be at seventeen five. And you know what? He closed them on the very first phone call following the script and following the strategy that I gave him. The next prospect, man, he, he got his price muscles. I mean, he was like, soup, Jim, this is great, Captain. Oh, my God. I just made $10,000 more for the same thing. I said, okay, let's move it up again. What? So the next one he closed, which was about three weeks later, he closed them at twenty-four five. About a month after that, he closed a third high-level coaching client at $27,000. Now, if you're multitasking right now, I urge you to pay attention because I'm going to do a little quick math. My client went from closing three prospects at $7,500 each, which would have been a total of twenty-two-five, 
And those same three clients that he was going to close at $22,500 is now a total of $69,000. That's a swing of $46,500 in essentially the same program. Now, somebody better type into the comments, bam, hoorah, or what the hell? I don't know. $46,000 in additional revenue for three clients because of what we just did together. All right. Now, one thing you need to understand about price elasticity is that being the best at what you do in your mind is not the reason you're going to attract more people to give you more money. People do not pay because of your extra schooling. They don't pay because you've got this whole alphabet after your name, extra degrees. You know, if you're doing video calls and there's like uh, diplomas all over the place or you do your videos, you're standing in front of a bookcase looking very scholarly and, you know, attorney like they're not going to pay for all that. Do you know what they're going to pay for? Hope and certainty. Clients, no matter what you sell, they want to be sure that what you offer them there's a hope that it's going to work. And by the way you conduct yourself, what you say, how you handle the calls, there's certainty that it's going to work. So they hope it's going to work. And by the time they are done talking with you, they know it's going to work. Charging more has everything to do with creating a celebrity status. And that's a whole nother training program. Folks, there's many reasons why people will pay higher prices for what you offer. So the next thing I want to outline is where do you begin to think about what can I, how can I take my product or service and make it a little different than the competition? Okay. Some of the, some of the price enhancers, and I would say differentiators, there's a big word for late in my day. <laughs> so some of the differentiators and, 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 and price movers are a convenience. People will absolutely pay for convenience, speed of delivery, a higher level of service than is generally offered. And I think maybe for some things that your customer deems important, or at least they think are very desirable, even if as you, the coach, service provider, mentor, or whatever, you know they're not necessarily going to be in the end what's going to be the difference maker. But your customer believes they are, and so go include them, and that's going to help the deal. Now, people will absolutely pay for convenience. They will absolutely pay for speed of delivery. One of the ways I can prove that, it goes back like what to the late 70s. Remember this guy called uh, uh, Fred Smith? He found a little company called Federal Express. Now, you could put a, a, a letter. If you were living in Boston, you could mail a letter to a client or a law firm, put a, I don't even know what the stamp was at the time. Let's just say 13 cents, 9 cents, who cares? And you, in, in three or four days, the post office would deliver it to Los Angeles. Or you could pay $26, whatever it was at the beginning, and have that plane pick it up and take it there and need to have it the next day. Speed of delivery, absolutely convenience, absolutely people pay more. When I'm traveling, when Stephanie and I are traveling on the boat, we want to have the boat professionally waxed or we want to have our propeller serviced. I don't want to go down there and take them off. I bring a diver and he takes them off. I have a, a delivery crew. Take them up to the prop shop, bring them back. That's all convenience. Do I pay for it? Oh my God, yes. But I'm willing to do that. People will pay for convenience. They're going to pay for speed of delivery. They're going to pay for a higher level of service. All right. So we got to figure those things out for your business, right? Most, I think, most business owners fail to listen to or place a high enough value on, on what they're doing in order to raise their prices. So with all that being said, and I think a main contributor of that is that people get, people, entrepreneurs get so comfortable with what they're doing, it seems almost commonplace, all right? Customers, clients, patients, no matter, no matter what your niche, 
you know, people will just, they become comfortable. Oh, well, I can see this patient in five minutes. I'll have him feel better. Maybe your chiropractor, or I could look at some copy somebody gave to me. I could mark it up and give it back to them. I'm so good at that. I could do it in 10 minutes. Well, do I just charge them for 10 minutes? Oh my God, no. I'm going to change them because this, this markup I just did on this copy, that's going to make them 10, 20, $30,000 more in sales. So I want to be compensated for that. One of the things I'm going kind of fast because I promise I want to be out of here in, in half an hour max, but you can rewatch this. One of the things we don't talk about in the sales process, but most customers actually it's always on their mind is, is skepticism. There's skepticism with too high a price, but there's always skepticism with too low a price. I was talking with a good client of mine today and I'm like, what if somebody offered you a Ferrari? Let's say it's $92,000 and I've got a great Ferrari here. It's only got a hundred miles. It was driven on Sundays to church and it's 97, it's nine, $9,750. It's a great deal. Would you go, oh my God, snap it up. Great deal. Or are you going to go, what the hell's wrong with this program, right? It's human nature to be skeptical when something is priced too low. Now, normally, well, Jim, I thought if I price it low, I'd have it up more volume. No, excise that from your brain. This is not about volume. It's about being handsomely rewarded for the service and the value that you're providing to your customers, clients, and patients, all right? Now, you need to present yourself as part of your attractive character, as part of your celebrity expert status, you need to be able to present yourself as uber confident and, and you need to speak in very confident tones. If you try and come across as milk toast because you don't want to be offensive, I don't want to come across like, oh my God, something I'm not. Believe me, like all your competitors do, you will be seen as an also. An also is one of 100, 1,000, 2,000, 1,500. It's one of 5,000 other people who do what you do. You do not want to be seen as an also. You want to be seen as the one and only best choice for helping your customers, clients, or patients get the desired that result. Listen, it's not about bragging. If you have the chops, if you have the experience, if you have the wisdom, if you have the ability to do a great job for your customers, then step up and tell them so. You want to know one, maybe should I give you one or two lines? Let me think about this. I want to, I want to see some comments or some, some likes or something. Of course, I'm not paying attention, so I don't know if they're coming, but I'm going to give you one line now. And if you really like it, I'll give you another one. One of the things I tell people when I'm on a prospective call with a new coaching client, obviously we do the call. I find out if it's a good fit. I mean, if it's not a good fit, I'm not going to do it. But let's say, oh, it's just going to be great. You know, I say to them something like this. I can help you build your dream business without even breaking a sweat. This is going to be a piece of cake. Now, if I say that, I have to believe it because I'm not just going to take somebody's money. But more than likely, based on my experience, what I can do, what I know about marketing and branding and what a coach I am, I know I'm going to be able to do it. So that's one of the lines. I can help you build your dream business without even breaking a sweat. Now, my, by my saying that, all right, I don't know if I'm getting any likes or if you guys want another line or not. I hope you do. Because if I go back and watch the replay and, and nobody said, yes, tell me the second line, I'll be pissed off. I might not come Tuesday. <laughs> totally kidding. All right. So this is a line and I give this to my clients all the time and you can make this work simply by changing one or two words. The beauty of this simple line is that it completely addresses what might be the elephant in the room, which is price, investment, whatever fee, whatever you want to call it. Very often I will say to somebody, by the way, I'm the most expensive coach you cannot wait to hire. I'm going to say it again. I'm the most expensive coach you cannot wait to hire. Now, think about that. 
I just said I'm the most expensive coach. I don't think I am. By the way, I know I'm not. But it totally says I'm not your $197 a month coach, right? I'm much more than that. But the fact that you can't wait to hire me means what? It's going to be a phenomenal experience. Now, who would say that? Well, some braggadocious, egotistical guy with no background. Well, I guess you're going to figure that out if you go do a little research. I mean, the last thing you want to do is work with a coach who says, oh, I can help you build a six, seven-figure business if they've never done it for themselves. That's pretty easy to find out. But all things being equal, somebody says that, it's an it's very much an attraction, okay? A line like that addresses price. It almost makes it ridiculous to negotiate because the wh what I think most people think when they hear that is, Holy crap, this person is so confident. They must be good, right? Now, to some people, it'll sound braggadocious, egotistical, but I'm dead serious when I say this. You must come across with very, very confident, uber confident tones. You must talk about language and use sayings that project hope and certainty, and you will absolutely sign more customers. All right. The next thing to realize is this, your skill is not typical. Ooh, big one. Your skill is not typical. As I said, I believe we're all blessed with God-given skill and talent. The most successful entrepreneurs are those that are fortunate enough to figure out what their skill or talent is and how to use that, how to, how to create a marketing program, how to create celebrity expertise, how to use all the things I teach from, from websites to books, to podcasts, to video marketing, all of that and, de and develop this celebrity expert persona. And that's going to help make people realize you are what you're worth. Now, most people's profit problem, as I call it, I think is twofold. Number one, when you initially get started in business, you're at a point where you think, well, I need some cash flows real bad. So you start, wow, let me come down lower than I think I should be at, but I'll move up as I go. Very, very, very hard to do that. The other thing which happens is your skill, as I said, becomes commonplace. Think of the first time you learned to drive a car. For me, I learned to drive on a stick shift. Boy, is it complicated. A little bit of gas. I got to get my foot off the brake and then dump the clutch. Oh, good, right? So you're doing all that. After a while, driving a clutch is commonplace. You don't even think about it. You're at a stop sign. You're on a hill. You just back off. Well, you get going, right? But when you're doing what you do in your business, like for me initially, newsletters, man, I could do newsletters in my sleep and I know they were going to bring my customers business. Some of the stuff that I'm working on with my coaching clients, some of it, I just kind of pulled this off the shelf. I know it's going to work here. But when it becomes second nature, we sometimes devalue what it is. I don't know if you've ever had a similar experience where, you know, whatever it is you do becomes second nature. And I think that the flip side of that coin is you actually love what you do because, my God, you're helping people. I mean, I've had two doctors tell me I've helped them double the size of their practice. I've helped this one coaching client make more money in, in about 60 days with me. And I reminded him about his investment with me and how that's already been paid off. When you get things like that, you got your checkbook filled up, but you got your heart book filled up. Okay. Um, last thing, I don't know if it's the last thing, but one of the things I want to share with you now is a line. I, you really need to pay attention to this. This was kind of earth shattering. When I heard this ready. You are not your average customer. Let me say that again. You are not your average customer. You, although you may have similar backgrounds, maybe you went to the same school, same childhood. You may eat in the same places. Who knows? But you know how to do something that they don't. Otherwise, you're not a prospective customer. You may be friends with a lot of people. Maybe you're in a mastermind and everybody does different things. So you all have similarities, 
but this person can build a kick butt website. This person writes amazing copy. This person can teach you. Everybody's got a skill or talent. You're not your average customer. Your average customer doesn't know what you know. Therefore, they want to hire you to do that. So keep that in mind, right? You must evaluate the product or service that you provide on an end result basis. What pain is it going to cure? What joy is it going to bring to your customer? And then set your prices based on that. When I coach, when I coach entrepreneurs, I may spend 30, 30 minutes a month, 60 minutes a month, sometimes more. But if I set my pricing for coaching simply based on an hourly rate, I tell you what, I am significantly shortchanging myself and my business because there are some months where a simple phone, a simple coaching call or two co coaching calls significantly shifts the business. I told you about one of those customers earlier. Inside of about three months of working with me, I made him an extra $42,000, which is far more than the coaching program he invested in. So if I only charged him for three phone calls, he said, hey, I'm good, thanks. What, man, that is significantly devaluing what I did for him. So you're gonna have a program, you wanna structure your programs so that you're rewarded handsomely for the value you're creating, not the time factor in which you create it. Does that make sense? Charge what you're worth. All right, how much is too much? This is always a, uh, a good question. And by the way, I'm giving you like, um, I'm giving you some good stuff, but each one of these could be like an hour long training session. But here's the deal, how much is too much? The way you're going to know this is actually pretty simple. If you're getting complaints that your prices are too high, you're on the right track. If you're getting no complaints and you're closing every prospective customer that comes your way, your prices are significantly lower. Now, I don't know the exact science. This is what I say. I think it's probably pretty close. If you get price resistance from maybe 20%, maybe 30% of the prospects that you meet with, price resistance, oh my, oh my God, that's way more than I thought. Well, we should fix some of the front end stuff. But let's say you get all the way up to the to the close and, and you get 20% of the people that say this is much higher than I thought. You're on the right track because you know what? Out of the, let's say a hundred, cause a math challenge. So you got a hundred, hundred prospects, 80% of them say yes, 20% have price resistance. So 20 people are objecting to the price, but you figure out a way to, to either calm their fears, overcome the objection and you close half of those. So you close another 10, 10% of the people just don't sign with you because of the higher prices. The higher prices that you you made from the 80% of the people that said yes and the additional, so actually 90% of the people paid the higher fee, you lost 10%. Now, some people, it's kind of like in my in my early days, I remember this, you know, I, I spent a lot of years in retail and we could literally have a whole week or a month where everybody loved us, we could do no wrong. And then on one Saturday, someone can, would come in and read us the riot act and just, oh, my God, you guys blow, suck, whatever. And all of a sudden, it's like, it's all you think about. Oh, my gosh, that guy was off the wall. How blah, blah. You know, you focus on the one. It can't be like that if you're going to raise your prices and make more money. You're going to end up having a few people not sign with you, but you're going to work with so many people that at the higher prices, it's going to make you a lot more money. So steal yourself to that. I mean, which would you prefer? Would you prefer doing business with, say, 10 people at $100, or would you rather have 100 clients at $10? I'm pretty sure my math is correct. The revenue would be the same in the end, but you're working far harder in the second in the second example. I guarantee you it's, it's nowhere near as profitable working with 100 people at $10. It's also quite painful, most likely. So... 
the key to substantially boosting your profits is always to provide incredible value, world-class service, and then charge what you're worth using the, some of the strategies I outlined in for you today. Remember, you're not your average customer. Recognize the value of what you do from your customer's perspective, not how easy it is it takes you to do it. Create groups of programs that can't be compared to others. Set yourself apart. Establish yourself as a celebrity expert. You know, I'll give you one more quick example because I think it helps people understand. In the world of copywriting, if you want to hire a copywriter to write a sales letter, maybe a three or four page sales letter, you could probably hire a fairly decent copywriter for $3,500, maybe five grand. There's a certain group of people that are probably at the ten dollars to $15,000 range. It may only be like six or 10 people that I'm aware of that charge that. Is their copy like three or four times worth the other? Maybe. I know of a couple people that charge $100,000. Actually, yeah, I know two people that would charge $100,000 to write a sales letter. Now, one of them, my great mentor, Dan Kennedy, says, is my copy 10 times better than the guy charging $10,000 or whatever the math would be? Is it that much better than the guy at $3,500? He goes, probably not. The reason people pay me hope and certainty. They know I'm going to do a great job. If they're looking for that little extra edge, they're going to pony up because in the end, that $100,000 investment is going to pay huge dividends. You want to have the mindset of a Dan Kennedy. So it's not always, oh, this other guy charges this. You want to be the one that's providing the high level of service. So where do we go from here? Well, 329. I don't know where we're going. We're getting the heck out of here. <laughs> so number one, fix your own mindset. Focus on how much value you're actually providing your clients not and, and, and price it according to the perceived value, right? Not what you've been selling so far, right? Next. Begin to look for ways where you can take your program or your service and make it look a little less common. What steps can you take to make direct comparisons far less likely? Next, get the courage or cojones or whatever you need to raise your prices and keep doing it until you see some price resistance. So that is kind of a, um, I don't even want to call it a primer course. That's a freaking amazing course I just gave you in half an hour. <laughs> on price elasticity. I hope it gives you the courage to uh, raise your prices. Next week, I think what I'm going to do, I always I always reserve the right to uh, do an audible like I did last week, but I think what I'm going to talk about is shiny object syndrome. Shiny object syndrome is something that affects nearly every entrepreneur that I've met, and I'll teach you some of the ways to shake off this mindset hurdle that actually wreaks major, um, it wreaks havoc in your productivity. If you like the training so far, we've done three. Tell me, put a comment in there. Say, Jim, watch the replay. Good stuff. If you don't want to like it, don't like it. But if you're enjoying this, tell me so. Helps, helps keep me going, feed the ego. <laughs> if I can help you master your mindset and push to higher levels of success, then consider becoming a member of the Dream Business Mastermind. You can do that at this website right here, the Dream Biz Coaching, dreambizcoaching.com. If you want to spend an entire day with me, followed by three months of intense coaching, either on the VIP uh, private masterclass or whatever it is that you'd like to do, that is how to sell from the stage.com. You can always connect with me at getjimpalmer.com and remember to get free copies of all my books at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and iBooks. But that's it until this time next week. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Leave me a comment. Tell me if you're watching on the replay. You guys take good care.
Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.